Hey, I'm Rowena, and I'm not quite a doctor. I'm Ray, and I'm not quite a lawyer. And I'm Raged, and I'm not quite a politician. And you're listening to the Not Quite Professionals podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Not Quite Professionals podcast. This week, we're, we have a bit of a more freeform episode for you guys. Uh, it's personally a topic that really is sort of scary and daunting for me, so perfect for this Halloween season, am I right? Uh, so we're going to hop into that topic, but first, uh, we're going to do our, our very amazing sort of tradition of sharing what we're drinking. So what are you guys drinking today? So I will go first. Um, today, I'm drinking something new. And it is a... He's <laughs> struggling to open it. It's okay. Take your time. There you go. We're waiting. Do y'all hear oh. that? You think it's a can of pop, but it's not. It's a can of my new favorite drink called Bubbly. Sounds so sponsored. <laughs> it's not actually this, sponsored. This is, episode is not sponsored by Bubbly, but Bubbly, if you're listening, um, please feel free to reach out. listening, yeah. It's a sparkling water juice that comes in many, or water, it's sparkling She's water that comes in many She's actually launching into an flavors. ad. I'm going to scream. <laughs> no, but I'm just, I'm just letting our, uh, our listeners know that it's really good. It's just sparkling water. It has nothing in it. This one tastes like lime. There's a lot of flavors. I recommend the cherry one or the lime one. Cheers. Nice. Love that. I got some good old Canada dry ginger ale. I've been drinking that a lot recently, actually. I don't know what it is about fall, but for some reason it's ginger ale season in my mind, even though I don't even know if ginger ale season is a thing, but for me it is. So I got some ginger Pumpkin ale. spice who? <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe it was a patriotic choice, right? Mm, Canada, yeah. Canada dry. You know what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's something uh, brewing within me that's become suddenly patriotic. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. For sure. Um, I'm just drinking some good old-fashioned water, but I'm drinking like a really, really bad. First of all, I'm a terrible person because I'm drinking from a plastic water bottle, which you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Except once again, you cannot blame consumers for consumption under capitalism. But anyway. Ooh. The second, oh, and I, and the second, second of all, it's one of those like nasty versions. It's not even like Nestle or anything. It's like Ooh, those it like off brand. No, it's not Dasani. I would never. Thank God. But it was it's basically that. It's like Esca, which I've never why, heard of. Before, why would you subject good. yourself to this? Why do you hate yourself? I, don't know. I, you know what? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. There was no other brand at Shoppers. Okay. Anyways, thanks. Thanks for that, guys. So, um, yeah, like I said, this week, we have a bit of a, a intense sort of topic uh, for y'all. We're going to be covering a bit about burnout um, and what that kind of looks like for us and how it manifests in a not quite professional life. Um, burnout, for those of you who, I mean, obviously, everybody knows what burnout is, but let's start with some definitions. <laughs> um, so burnout is sort of when um, you've worked so hard that at one point you are unable to commit yourself to any sort of work anymore. I think it manifests really differently for a lot of people. Personally, I feel like it manifests in a way that like, I start like hating the stuff that I like, and that I, and I just don't want to work on anything anymore. And it, it almost becomes like a very uncomfortable sort of cycle of procrastination that happens when I feel burnt out. And I don't recognize that I'm in burnout until like way too late, which is not great. 
Um, but yeah, it tends to look differently for a lot of people. I wonder, maybe you guys can talk a little bit about what burnout looks like for you typically and how you know you've like sort of worked yourself beyond a normal uh, point. Yeah, I, for me, burnout happens and looks like when I am just kind of, even the things that relax me are still exhausting. So even yeah. watching a show or playing a game that I like, feels like too much effort. Um, thankfully, I haven't been burnt out in, in a while. Um, I think, but from, if I remember correctly for myself, when I am burnt out, it's, it, it's a similar thing that you described, Ro, actually, about like this kind of, like everything that you enjoy is also exhausting, but also I feel just a kind of an anger, I guess, an anger, it's weird, like like a deep kind of I guess anger slash disappointment in myself for getting myself to that point, but also the fact that I am in that point and I can't be productive. I think it's, it's kind of weird. Like it's just basically every negative emotion you can bundle together into one, but Mm -hmm. most of the time it's, it's just primarily exhaustion for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I feel that 110%. I'm on the same wavelength of, even the things that you enjoy are exhausting. And that happens to me as well. But mainly what happens is I just start to feel down and like unproductive and unmotivated. And it's not just that like Sunday unmotivation where you just want to relax a day. It's like the motivation that you lose doing every single thing when it's mm-hmm. like through your whole daily routine, not even your work. Um, but it just, it feels exhausting. Like your whole body, your, like your brain, you're mentally, you're physically, you're spiritually, you're emotionally exhausted. And you start to question, like you get upset for no reason. At least that's what I feel yeah. like for me. Like I, I get upset. I get irritated for absolutely no reason. But the fact that I know, like, then I can start to recognize that okay I'm I think I'm pushing myself too hard or I've come to a barrier and I need to stop but I remember the times where I couldn't recognize that and I felt like I was falling into this deep hole of anger and sadness and I didn't know how to fix it um but now I can recognize it but it's still hard not a fan Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder if like part of burnout sort of has to do with I guess, like, adjusting to circumstances or stuff. Like, at least for me, I feel like if I've just started on, like, a really intense new routine or something, um, I feel like I tend to get pretty overwhelmed at one point. And since you guys were both sort of starting new things this, this sort of fall semester, have you feel, do you feel like starting that new thing has led to some sort of burnout from you yet? Or I'm not saying, like, it has, it has to happen or something like that, but, like, has it happened? Do you think, like, something along those lines is, is like on the horizon maybe not to not to freak y'all out i actually while we while uh, raged was offering her take i was actually thinking i want to re- recant what i said about i haven't experienced it recently i think i have now that i'm sitting here talking about this <laughs> very very early on in the semester um literally a month ago uh when everything started for me in this new experience um it was a point where the I had to just adjust to the readings. It wasn't max burnout. I'd say it's a smaller version of it because the volume wasn't terrible, but 
Um, I, it was it was a feeling of overwhelm, of just overwhelmed and exhaustion because um, I've. I wasn't being productive with how I was structuring my stuff. Like now as, as the semester goes on, I'm, I'm working smarter, I guess it's just naturally what happens. Um, but at the start, I was really, really trying to force old habits, I guess, or just kind of try it. Like it wasn't even forcing old habits really. It was getting used to the volume, which felt exhausting, but now it's like, yeah, I, I I'm getting used to it. But I think that, for a new experience, I was really burnt out in second year when I was doing a something that was completely out of left field for me, which was a marketing role for uh, TEDx Ryerson, which I talked about in a previous episode. But during that time, during that semester, when I was in that marketing role, I felt incredibly burnt out. I think that was the most burnt out I've ever been in my life. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, like you said, Ro, in a completely new experience, it's when things got... Uh, really bad to the point where I was just looking forward to getting out of it. I wasn't even Mm -hmm. looking forward to it. I was looking forward to getting out. But at some point, it felt like I was never going to get out of it because something else that I've noticed that while I'm sitting here and thinking about this is that uh, burnout can feel almost permanent sometimes. At least it does Mm -hmm. for me. Like, Like when we're in this state right now where none of us are burnt out, we can be like, yeah, this was a moment when I was, this was a moment uh, where I wasn't, but there's something about burnout that makes it feel like it's eternal, which is Mm -hmm. interesting. And I I kind of want you guys, you guys' opinion on that as well, as you talk about your experiences. Yeah. I think. Oh, the sharing circle. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Honestly, I'll hand you the sharing pillow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, honestly, I think the way I think about it is like, you know how you have a first degree, second degree and third degree burns, like they're all, Mm. it's all a burn, but it's just, it affects you differently and it takes longer to recover from. Yeah. Uh, That's how I think of burnout. I think I have like first degree, second degree, third degree burnout and third degree is like goodbye. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to take a while to recover. I think I've only felt third degree at one point in my undergrad where I was like questioning everything that I was doing and I was handling too much on my plate. Um, But for, I would say first degree burnout, unfortunately, is something common for me, whether it's the fact that I don't know how to cope correctly, or maybe it's, I just handle a lot. I get too invested in everything that I do. And so I, last time I felt burnout was like last week or the week before I got a little sick. Um, It's not COVID, I promise. Um, (laughs) But I was feeling a little under the weather and I remember I didn't have like the motivation to do a lot of my work. I felt like I completely just stumbled to an end. I knew physically there was something wrong with me. Like I just needed to rest. But then once I started resting, I realized how much of I was burning out from like schoolwork and all that kind of stuff. Because usually when you're in that period of burnout where you don't really recognize it um, and you keep work, 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 like you're just pushing yourself further. Mm-hmm. So I, for me, it's almost like I got to recognize it way earlier because I had to force myself to take a break when I was sick. And it's just it's so hard when you're someone like me and you just want to get things done in a timely manner or you have so much the expectations you put on yourself it's the expectations other people have of you and you don't want to let yourself down but you also don't want to let other people down 
And I think that's why I keep falling into this reoccurring cycle of being burnt out like every two weeks. I wouldn't say it's necessarily mm-hmm. because I started a master's program. I love my program. There, it is a lot of work, but I would say there's so many more factors that for me personally um, come into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think going, yeah, like going back to when Ray mentioned the sort of like it feeling eternal, um, I I feel like, yeah, like for me, it definitely, and like what you said with the whole like third degree, first degree, second degree, I feel like that kind of applies, but it really depends on like sort of, I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but like the stakes that I have in that particular thing. So yeah. like, for example, like if, if the stakes are very high for me personally, and I think this is sort of self-preservation instinct kicking in if the stakes are very high and it's something that I really am worried about, I'm, I'm probably more likely to feel burnout about it because I feel like I have a responsibility to like keep working on this thing. And then when I get burnt out, I, I get like more anxious because I'm like, Oh God, like, why can't I get anything done? And it's really hard to recognize that. I think like for me, it really manifested earlier this summer um, because I, you two know this, but um, I started up like a youth sort of, youth-led organization called SAGE and um, I've never started anything like that before and it was sort of you know I was sort of working sort of flying by the seat of my pants trying to figure out how to contact people and to sort of put together some type of initiative and because I'm sort of like leading the fray in that sense it the stakes were really high and they continue to be pretty high because you know if I'm not doing anything nobody will yeah. And because of that, I, I sort of got very sort of anxious over it. I felt like I had to be working on it constantly, or at least like constantly in communication with everyone, um, which led me to overwork myself, even though I didn't have like a project or something else, you know, school related to work on, I, it led me to overwork myself. And um, I was just very worried about, you know, letting something that was directly my responsibility uh, get sort of not taken care of and because of that the stakes were very high for me and so I feel like I got burnt out really quick into it like within like a month or something of me working on it I feel like I really got overwhelmed and I had to tell like one of my other exec members like hey like I'm gonna sort of take a few days or like I think I only took like a weekend I didn't even give myself that much time but I was like I'm gonna take these next couple days like I'm just muting our chat and like muting our entire discord server and like can you guys sort of like work on things yourselves and like I will check back in on you when I'm when I'm back um so yeah for me like in that moment it really did feel sort of eternal I would definitely say it was a first degree burnout it wasn't that bad but it was still sort of stressful um but in the moment it was like oh god like this is all resting on my shoulders so I have to you know like I will never be able to get rid of this like this is always going to follow me and and you know burnout sort of waxes and wanes like that that burnout is definitely gonna catch up on me again but mm-hmm. yeah it was it was not fun <laughs> yeah I, I I actually what you said made me think about um my own experiences and what you mentioned about like something that is high stakes for me I think a point of stress is stakes obviously and I think that's for everyone but for me I think uncertainty is mm. a more dominant factor for me than stakes because I guess it's a fear of the unknown which is totally rational and and a lot of people have it but sometimes it can be a little bit irrational like if you cut to me um literally a 
a few months ago in like August when I was just preparing, I was way more stressed out then than I am now because mm-hmm. my point of stress comes from uncertainty. Now that I'm in the middle of the fray of law school, I actually feel a bit more at peace and calm because I know what it's like. Like I know what the professors are like. I know what the colleagues are like. I know what the assignments are like now that I submitted one as of yesterday. Woohoo. Um, but <laughs> like I have now gotten a, set, a taste of everything. And also I've kind of figured it out in my own way, which is nice because I was at a bit of an emotional low point as Roweda knows and as Raged now knows, but I was kind of having a bit of a emotional down, not because of the work, but just because of a, because because this process is pretty emotional for me. But yeah, I, I just wanted to um, echo the point about um, stakes and maybe uncertainties. And that I actually want to transition into, now that we've talked about our burnouts, now that we've kind of identified when we get burnt out, I want, I'm curious to know how you guys actually deal with burnouts, um, specifically Raged, because her burnouts seem to be very frequent compared to the two of us. <laughs> Y'all really making no yet too much. I well, swear I'm fine. You said I mean, like you said every that. other week. You said that I know, I know. I'm like, you know, okay, there's this like me like, ee where someone is. <laughs> Okay, that's on her back. It's like when someone is like completely mentally out of it and they're like laughing, but it's like the laugh like scary. I think that's 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 me. Sanity. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what you guys are. (laughs) This is what people are gonna think I am. Honestly, the because I mentioned earlier like the types of burnouts, I guess like the first degree, second degree, third degree. it comforts me to know that I only experience like first degree burnout most of the time and I don't veer into second degree and third degree unless it's really um, impactful. But for me, and I'm still learning, like I am no expert and everyone is so different. Like listening to Ray right now, the way he experiences burnout or the way he just kind of copes with everything is so much different than, you know, how I, like I am as a person or how you are, if you're listening. And I think it's important to take everything that we say, just kind of as our experiences um, and not that it needs to fit into a mold that like your specific mold, just cause we are all different. But for me, I found that when I do feel myself falling into the pit of like first degree burnout, I start to get a lot more irritable. I get to be upset, like I get upset over such little things and feel unmotivated. I just have to completely disconnect from Mm -hmm. everything, disconnect Mm -hmm. from my work, disconnect from my friends, disconnect from my family. And sometimes, and, and, and I don't want to motivate people to do that just because for some people they need the opposite they need that family and friends connection to grow or like to uh recover but for me I'm such a people person and I like I'm around people every single day for a very long time so disconnecting is my way of recovering and so for me it's disconnecting from everything um putting in my headphones putting my phone on airplane mode going on a walk and just I just need like the serene sound of like nature of whatever like music I'm listening to. It's just, I need the quiet of my own self. Cause I feel like there's so many voices every mm-hmm. single day in mm-hmm. all of my different duties and tasks. And 
again, like I always mention, I'm a people pleaser and it, I mean, you guys know this and you guys, I feel like in a sense are too, like it's always about maximizing anyone else's gain sometimes way before your own gain. So I do everything to push for everyone else to like be content, be happy. And sometimes it's putting too much on my plate and that's not okay. And there's still like a process of figuring that out for me. Um, but for me, it's, it's disconnecting. I think it's just fully being myself in an environment where there's nobody around. Um, mm -hmm. And that usually seems to help. And I've been able to now recover from like those burnouts way less in a way less time frame than previously before I'd have to take like a really long time to get re-motivated. But um, I would say like, I'm getting pretty much better at, you know, recognizing my burnout, disconnecting, and then being like rejuvenized, I guess, mm -hmm. by like the next day or the next couple of days and getting back at it. Yeah, you got to recharge mm -hmm. that social battery, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for me, I feel like, um, I, yeah, I would say disconnecting in a, to a certain extent, like disconnecting from formal sort of obligations. Like, like I was saying earlier, how I muted like the group chat for my thing um for like a whole weekend uh, for my charity for a whole weekend because I just like couldn't deal with that um but I think like uh texting like friends and stuff <laughs> I'm really bad at this I'm anybody who knows me knows that I'm sort of bad at texting and that I don't respond to people right so, yeah you know, leaves I'm, me undelivered yeah. <laughs> sorry um, I've seen I, worse though like you're not that bad okay yeah I, I think I'm pretty bad um but like I if I start reaching out, then I think my friends sort of recognize like, oh, something's wrong because she has a text as often. So, um, so yeah, I'll usually like, you know, chat with them for a bit. I'll like call, call a friend or something and like just sort of hang out with them on the phone. Um, if it was non-COVID times, like get boba or something, unfortunately, that is not possible right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to connect with people that I haven't talked to for a while and like, sort of change my sort of communication pace. Um, I'll also just like do stuff that I like. I know people talk about self-care activities. I don't have like sort of a specific routine. I don't like, you know, meditate and then do yoga and then, you know, pay me my nails or whatever it is. No, Pilates, yeah. <laughs> my my self-care is Pilates. I don't think anyone says that. Um, so yeah, I'll just like, for me, a big like comfort activity is like, art so I'll I'll yeah. just like dedicate some time to that and you know do my silly little drawings and put <laughs> not and, to mention you are good at break. it oh yeah her so amazing. Amazing. we've seen them we have seen them and we have concurred that they're great well I mean regardless <laughs> of if they're good or not like it's, it's take an the act, compliment it's yeah comfort <laughs> thank you it's a comforting well, activity for me so I'll do that yeah, yeah. um yeah that's that's really that's really true. I think connecting with something that isn't related to what is occupying your time, I think is really important. I'm someone who I'm very, very keen on separating my personal life with my work life and then even like my school life sometimes. But I mean, school is different because, uh, you know, you have, you have friends and classes and I think integrating that into your personal life is a bit easier and not as invasive. But um, I'm huge on separating and decompartmentalizing different aspects of my life into smaller aspects because that actually helps me prevent burnout happening almost entirely because 
every single portion of my life is kind of distinct in itself. Um, that's how, that's what gives me a lot of peace and, um, makes me calm. I know Raged was saying how we're all people pleasers, but I think compared with all three of us, I'm probably the least people pleasing person just because, um, not to say that I don't care about people. I care about people, but I, uh, am more so focused, especially these days on just centering myself and, um, kind of pursuing my studies in a very self-indulgent way. Uh, you know, if someone asks for help, I'll help them out, but it's more like, um, I'm not doing it to please the professor. I'm doing it to better myself and mm-hmm. I'm doing it to strengthen myself. So I'm kind of taking a more self-indulgent route, which has actually been great for my mental health because the expectations then go a little bit lower. Um, but a main way that I de-stress is I, um, similar to Roeda, sometimes I will hop into Photoshop and design something and make some art. Although I find that I usually can only do art when I actually feel some kind of inspiration and I don't really do it to de-stress. I do it more so to feed a creative energy. Mm-hmm. But for mm-hmm. me, main de-stressing usually comes in the form of uh, video games or um, something bingeable like a series or a movie, something that can occupy and keep my attention for a long period of time. Um, recently Genshin Impact which is a great oh, game God. that is it's a free to play Genshin on the podcast. Plug this game. it's a free to play open world game but the reason why I'm bringing that game up is because it's super super immersive I and I've mm. I've had plenty moments where I I'm like I'm just gonna play for 15 minutes and then three hours pass it's an insanely oh God. insanely addictive game can't talk about it enough, but something that can capture my attention, I think is actually really good for my mental health because I'm someone who I will, if I start worrying about one thing, I'll worry about everything, which uh, is terrible, but um, that happens to me a lot. Um, I'm getting a little bit better at it, but the um, I need something that harnesses my attention for an extended period of time, whether that be music, whether that be um, kind of doing a deep dive into something or whether that be something that is as immersive as a video game. I think that that's the best way for me to deal with burnout. Um, And another thing that I want to throw out there for me is just a moment of silence, like what Raged was talking about, a moment of just isolation to identify the burnout, to kind of breathe and, and take even a break from those things that harness my attention and um, center myself do that for however long and then come back to the things that I like and then come back to the work because you know after all that stuff I slowly but surely gain my energy back. I think something also worth noting is that and we talk about this because we're not quite professionals like none of us are in a position where you know we've attained our let's say like end career goal or like end aspiration and goals um not to say that we haven't attained something like we are we're all (laughs) like in 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 a journey Uh, we've like markers like right some markers but i think it's important to note because i used to think this is that just because i'm burnt out doesn't mean i am any less um like delaying my journey or delaying Mm -hmm. like where i want to be uh and it's important for a lot of people who are going after such like high ambitions and high dreams. Cause I f- in our society, like we're being told, like go after everything and anything you can and just keep on pushing, but we don't really address that. Okay. It, it's it's going to burn you out at some point and you can only handle as much as you really can. So when you get to that point of burnout, 
and you stop and take a minute and kind of recharge yourself, that, that's not going to put you at a position where it's going to delay you. And I feel like that's an intrinsic feeling that people feel. And I personally would feel that as well, that when I came to a certain point of burnout, that I was like, okay, well now I'm like backed up. Like the schedule is done. Like I'm not going to reach my goal by like this, whatever, or it just, it's disheartening and it's seen as such a negative thing but I feel like making it into a positive is really important and like realizing, okay, this is good. My body's telling me that I need to take care of myself and that this is only just going to help me more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love how, I love this sort of recurring motif of like Brigitte's infinite wisdom being imparted at the end of the, the end of the podcast. (laughs) I I feel like people are like, guys, where's her credentials? Every single episode, like near the end, you're like, um, so we live in a society and, like, and we do. <laughs> well, Correct. she always has something good to say, so I'm not complaining. I love it. I never want people to go through something that like I went through when it could mm-hmm. be avoidable, right? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of about that. But that is, that is a good point. I keep doing these on the parting notes. But do you guys have uh, any last like comments or piece of advice maybe for our listeners before it's time to go? I'll, I'll just say take tons of breaks. It's, it's, you know, even though the pandemic seems like it's winding down, it's still not over yet. So make sure you're taking care of your health. Make sure you're, you're checking in with people you care about. And, uh, and stay safe and healthy and keep your mask on. Yeah, I, I will say, um, like I said before, breaking things down into smaller, more manageable pieces works wonders, I find, especially for if you're, if you're listening and you're someone like me who takes on everything at the same time, if you break it up into smaller parts, it's so much more manageable and so much more doable. So treat your work like a puzzle. You can't just do it all in one sitting. And I'm talking about those thousand piece puzzles. Um, <laughs> take it, uh, do each part of it, do the border first, do the sky next, do the house next and just segmented it to smaller parts so that the whole puzzle could be complete and the whole journey can be over and over and successfully so um yeah that's what i'd have to say that's great i love that <laughs> i love when you, you get your all of your analogies every time you guys say so it's like damn y'all just creative which <laughs> well, empowers the free. art yes that's for free yes <laughs> um, i might start charging one day <laughs> Yeah, literally. Oh no! Oh, that file that somewhere else for <laughs> maybe doing it. Future, future reference. Um, if you, I hope that this episode uh, kind of helped and that you're just feeling good and energized about this discussion, and that if you are facing burnout, that you take that necessary break. Um, and you really take care of yourself. We're all in this together at the end of the day. High school musical reference until the day I die. But we are <laughs> we are all in this together. <laughs> and our burdens will always um, come out, will always come out stronger at the end of it. But is where we part for this episode. We really hope that you enjoyed it. And again, we really want to hear from you. If you have any suggestions or if you want to hear a certain topic, um, please email us at nqp.podcast at gmail.com or just send us to DM on Instagram at nqppodcast. But for now, we shall say goodbye because this was your NQP gang and we shall see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.